Oh, well. <laughs> okay, that's all we got time for. So today. Dayton. We're speed dating. We have very limited amount of time, and we, but we didn't want to leave you guys hanging. So we're going live. Got a, got some minutes here. Let's um, do this. And so we're like, well, what are we going to do? What can we do that's really quick? Speed dating metal. Yes. And then we're like, okay, well, what metal should we do? So we did a little video to see how we feel inside when we listen to different metal styles. Inside. This is what we came up with. <laughs> so good. There's the you can see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't want that. Are you playing video games? What the hell? No, I'm crying over a picture. Oh. <laughs> I feel like I need to break something. Breaking Karen. <laughs> Breaking. Uh, flying through the air. Oh, yeah. Uh, well played, Luke. Well played. I mean, going off of that, we're like, okay, if we're going to speed date, we want to fly through the air speed dating some metal. So it was well, that, all about just, neoclassical. That just made me hungry yeah. for... A little bit of something is fishy going on. Something fishy is going on here. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. All Delicious. right. The great so, sushi podcast. So yeah. should we do this thing? Should we? Let's we got it. five bands that we are going to speed date. And by the end of the show, we're going to have to pick one. By the end of the show, you're going to be smashing. We got every we one of them. Smash one of them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> smash so, them all. First up on our list is Stradivarius, yes. who is one of the original neoclassical metal bands. Mm -hmm. And uh, so here's a quick clip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I dig There it is. There's Dimension. thought i heard a little ingva j malmstein there with that hot oh, lick yeah. smoking yeah definitely so these guys they started in 1985 um so you know they're a little old for my taste uh but you know is that long ago 85 1985 wow yeah. okay and they uh, they're from forever. finland though i love myself some finnish metal mm. so that's good now timo tolki the guitarist uh brilliant guitarist he left the band in 2008 so man, do I really want to date these ooh, guys? Oh, ooh. Geez, I don't Smash know. or pass, maybe pass. Well, the, here's here's how it made me feel. <laughs> Practice session time. Got you right into the spirit. Oh. <laughs> Luke, that is wow. not easy. That's not easy to play no. your 
ukulele as a guitar with an eggplant. Or, <laughs> yeah. Or you say a dick plant. <clears throat> so Stradivarius made me play a ukulele like a violin with an eggplant instead of a bow, and it sounded like an electric guitar. Oh, that's, that's pretty impressive. impressive. <laughs> that, impressed. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Color me impressed. So, well played. Well played. So Stradivarius, I don't know if you guys have thoughts on Stradivarius, but uh, I like what I heard. I'm not that familiar with the band to be honest, but I thought that was pretty kick-ass. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. Good stuff. So smash for me. I'm gonna do a smash. Okay, so there's there's the first contender. Uh, that's good. That's good. Uh, I like them. Check them out. Yeah, if you liked it. Super fun. Super fun band. Uh, so next up is. The, the big one. These guys are by far and away the, the, the most streamed band, neoclassical band. Oh, uh, I know who this is. Yeah. Apocalyptica. Okay. <laughs> Boy, <they're different>. <laughs> <laughs> different type of cello playing. Dude, you got the mosh pits going and everything. Wow. Yeah. Those cellos. That's nuts. So, uh, you know, these guys, okay, so they started as a Metallica cover band, um, covering really? Metallica songs with, you know, cello and, and I think some violin and stuff. Very smart. Yeah, very smart, leveraging brand in a big way. Yep, um, yep. Also from Finland, interestingly enough. Oh, shit. Um, now, these guys did start doing their own, you know, their original material, uh, by like their third or fourth album, uh, right. I think it was sometime in the early 2000s, maybe. Yep. Um, now, just Pete has some thoughts on Apocalyptica and whether he would want to smash them. Oh, let me tell oh. you about these guys. Let me tell you about them. Well, <laughs> first off, you didn't play any of their vocals, which I thought were, was just great. Oh, for they me sing. Because they sing and play cello at the same not, time. Yeah. But it's not yeah, impressive. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was, it was a weird level of like, I don't know. It reminded me a little bit of like Nickelback. Oh. I did not like it. It was bad. I'm sorry. Then, you do not want to be compared to Nickelback if you're in the metal genre at all. That is, uh, ooh, that's fighting words. That's not good. Yeah. That is fighting words right there. Um, so, you know, some pros and cons to Apocalyptica. Uh, again, they're, they're extremely popular. Um, I think on Spotify, they had like 1.2 million streams uh, like last month or something, or maybe it was a year to date. And like the next neoclassical guy was Ingbe Jane Malmsteen. And he only Yngbe had like 411,000. I hear he doesn't like donuts. Oh. Um, oh. I don't know why he's got something in for the sweets. I got triple six grams of sweet protein in there. So yeah. it's probably well. just too much sweet. I mean, <clears throat> so could be. Should, should, oh, what? No, let's check up. out Ingve. Okay, what so you got to say about these donuts? Well, let's get a little clip, and then uh, there's uh, Shredmaster's thoughts. Okay. Oh, is this his recent show we did in Las Vegas? Yeah, this is uh, Paganini. Oh, nice. He's got enough amps. I mean, <laughs> More is more, Pete. More is more. I like to keep it portable on the amp. <laughs> but, you know, more that is, is more. A really small amp. 
to each yeah. their own. Hi. It looks a lot bigger <laughs> when you have it up next to the uh, camera, which is how cameras work. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's find out That's what, what she said. What Shred thinks about Malmsteen's donut hate. Mm. Ingvar J. Malmsteen was arguably the first neoclassical shred guitarist. Born in Sweden in 1963, he That's ascended to start with his iconic Rising Force album. Hey Ingve, want a donut? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't eat donuts. I don't eat donuts? I don't fucking eat donuts. You don't like donuts? Are you sure? They have 666 grams of sugar. <laughs> now, unlike most rock guitarists, Ingve was influenced by classical musicians like Bach. to my donut offer, Ingve. Would you like a tasty treat? More is more. No, remember, less is more. And I always said, how can that be? How can less be more? It's impossible. More is more. <laughs> I'll be back with this proposal later. Ingve, man, you want some of these donuts? He's like, w -w what? What do you mean here, donut? Don <laughs> I mean, we'll keep trying. I'll keep trying, but I don't think he's into it. So, yeah, I mean, if you go on a date, if we're speed dating and you date Malmsteen, what if you take him to, like, you know, Krispy Kreme? Or really? I got some cream for you later tonight, Luke. Oh, my gosh. Dangerous, dangerous. Uh, as long as it's crispy. As long as it's crispy, that's important. Uh, uh, yeah. So Malmsteen is the godfather of neoclassical metal. Um, that the very first clip there was him playing Paganini's Fifth Caprice, mm -hmm. Caprese, however you say that. Caprice, yeah. <clears throat> Caprice, and Caprese, so just like the salad. Boy, you're making me hungry again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So no, I mean, if you wanted, if you want to date the original, I mean, oh, Malmsteen, he's the original. He's the guy. Now, yeah. yeah, he was obviously influenced by guys like uh, Richie Blackmore, Deep um, Purple. Yeah, Purple. Blackmore is often considered the first metal guy to ever incorporate yep. uh you know classical music beethoven's fifth symphony backwards is smoke on the water according to richie blackmore yeah yeah it's, there's so, sort of a blend in with blues right and yeah, classical yeah. kind of brings blues and classical it's not just the classical stuff yeah. yeah and so he you know blackmore uh deep purple they really set the foundations for neoclassical metal uh, but Malmsteen, man, he he took it off the charts to a whole new level. Hundred percent. Yeah. So okay. So Malmsteen's in consideration uh, for who we take home tonight. Uh, now, uh, next up, we've got the Symphony 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 X. Oh, yeah, it's a great show.
Dude, X, oh. X hits the spot for me every time. These guys, Symphony X, <laughs> yeah, they got to be my favorite neoclassical metal band. Yeah, and what's interesting about these guys is they're, they're a little different because they, they take a much heavier approach yeah. to the neoclassical style, whereas a lot of yeah. these other ones are uh, much more up, uplifting right. airy uh yeah maybe <laughs> mjr michael romeo he's taking you know like the 20th century influence that's the darker stuff you're talking about yeah you know? and like the film composers too like john williams you know he incorporates all that kind of stuff he's a huge star wars fan you know yeah uh, so symphony x is i mean they're like the heavy version of right right world. right yeah, yeah 100%. so Definitely in the running. <clears throat> Definitely in the running, those guys there. Um, okay. So, next up on the list. What uh, else we got here? We got, we got? Uh, you know, maybe maybe Pete's. Maybe oh, here, Pete's here, we, go. here we go. Here we go. Marty Friedman. Let's, Marty Friedman. Let's check out a clip. You know, I just realized this. Marty right. Freeman's initials are MF. What does that be? <laughs> Mother Fudge Friedman. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's what, yeah. Anyway, just, just something like to consider. Something to consider. Now, Pete, you dated so, this guy. Marty, I, I, I dated him, and I learned a fair amount about him, you know. <laughs> he was uh, on the speed date. I just picked up what I could, you know, his, his life story. So he started, you know, uh, you know, he started playing his original stuff first, he said, because that way if he messed up, he could tell people that uh, that's just how it was supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I thought yeah. was great. Brilliant. Well, then he went Brilliant. into like you know technical neoclassical stuff, and he he was with with this band called Cacophony with Jason Becker, and these guys yeah. were really rocking it for a little bit in the late '80s. And uh, I I just listened to some of this stuff this week as I was reading about this, and I think they did a killer job. Um, but then someone yep. was like, "Hey, you know, you should like think about maybe interviewing for uh, Megadeth now." Yeah, was this the mega death of neoclassical metal? Mega meth? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Marty brought his neoclassical metal along and uh, yeah. tried to incorporate it into this thrash band of mega death, but uh, there was definitely some heartache, and alas, he finally got tired and said, "I." He got quoted as, "I got tired of holding the flag for traditional metal." and felt that he could not evolve as a musician with Megadeth. And he furthermore wow. said he'd Take rather have been stain. playing straight pop music than pop-influenced metal Megadeth was playing. He wow. was like, we're, we're too pop. I want it to be more aggressive. And so what did he do about this? 
personally, I think he was just a little bit sore that they weren't taking his song suggestion and song name suggestions like Tornado of Sushi. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And uh, this is my favorite Symphony of Sushi. I mean, look at that. You see him, see him there? there? Headbanging, yep. Just below where I wrote Marty, he's headbanging and there's some sushi rolls and the symphony. I feel like I'm you know, turning Japanese, Pete. I'm turning Japanese yeah, so now. Yeah, so he was turning Japanese uh, <laughs> all the way into Japan. At, uh, uh, so in 2003, he moved right to Japan, and uh, he was doing crazy stuff. He was on, on over 700 TV shows where they'd like bring him in, and I think Shred was talking about this before, that he would like play little metal riffs or play random songs. He like recorded yeah. for video games. He made some sound libraries for use. Uh, recorded with some pop bands there, and then he started doing. Did you say he uh, did he, anime? Was somebody saying he did he, anime? Yeah, too? Sailor Moon. That's cool. He did like okay, Sailor, Sailor Moon, Moon theme yeah. with this this pop idol band from Japan, and he also did a uh, uh, obscure game, Bravely Default. He went on live tour playing the music from that game. So he <laughs> wow. did all kinds wow. of it. His creativity, right? It opened the door. He Very was stuck playing thrash metal. Uh, with Megadeth. He wanted more. He got like all over the board. More is uh, more. More is yeah. more. He bought into Ingve. So how can, uh, how can less Tokyo. be more? It's like it's can't can't have it. It's logically sound if you think about it. It's logically but, sound. Yeah. 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 So then he pumped uh, out these Tokyo jukebox albums, which are pretty good. I've been listening to the new one. Uh he did one in two thousand nine, two thousand eleven. It's covers of Japanese music, um, but he's very metal. And his first one was real heavy from what I was listening to. But his new one has some great stuff. Tokyo Jukebox 3, I would definitely look it up. Just came out this year. Um, Do it. It's got some good music videos, too. So that's what we know about Marty Friedman. Is he on your dating list? Is he on your dating list? M MFR. He's an MFR. Yeah. An MFR. Yeah. So, uh... Okay, Sim there's our Symphony candidates. of Sustruction. So you, you decide you it. It, in the comments. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, Brandon. That's got the it. idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let yeah, us know in the comments, it. right? Who's the best? Who would you date? Who would you smash? Who would you pass on? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can look at it like the desert island thing. You know, it's like you got to be stuck on a desert island with one of these bands. <laughs> Who are you going to smash over and over again? Yeah, stuff. totally. I think yeah. for my money, I'm going to go with symphony x wow because just because i like the heavier stuff and they they just they, to me it's just there's a little bit more variety there join Other the x Freeman, club bro join the x club yeah marty freeman's probably the most diverse um yeah. but he gets into all kinds of stuff that i you know i don't know if i listen to or not yeah um sure yeah symphony x is killer and i i mean just uh if I would probably would go with Symphony X, but I've been getting into Marty Friedman. Wow, I think he's got some us. cool stuff. So, <laughs> yeah, those yeah. those exotic, I mean, erotic scales that he plays, yeah. they're so good. They're yeah, so good. so good. Okay, they go down like a tasty sushi roll. Get that sushi, Pete. Get it. Get it. All right, so guys, we had twenty minutes. We're at nineteen minutes and forty seconds, so we made it in our time limit here. Um, it's been super fun. Uh, although it was Good. short, it was sweet and we will be back with you throughout the week. We've got a bunch of content coming out. So check out the page and give us your comments. We want to hear what you guys have to say.
So, That's all right, until next now. time. That's right. Keep the world met. <laughs>